This is Rumble Strip. I'm Erica Heilman. And today is the fourth episode of Problems, a radio drama about Pam and Joel, two old friends who support each other through their problems, because no problem is too small to complain about. In this episode, Joel pays a visit to Pam at her house and brings her a small gift. Joel's daughter, Whitney, has started at public school. Pam's daughter, River, had a harder time at public school, and now she's back at the local private school. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Come on in. Hey, good. Hi. How are you? Yeah, God, it's freaking... It's an endless winter. I'm not complaining about it, but I have had enough. Have you had enough of this winter? Oh I, God. you know, funnily enough, I, like, I haven't had enough. I love skiing, you know, with wit, and uh, so yeah. I've really been, I've been loving it. I struggle with a seasonal no, depression, I but I, no, no. I don't know. I'm doing better than usual, I think, this That's time. Or... Hey, can I, Thank um... you for coming over. Sure. Can I cram my feet into those Allbirds oh, again just totally. to, because yeah, the floor's, your floor's a little cold. Yeah. Um, I brought you a gift. Oh, so, oh my gosh, look at that. It's beautiful. Where did you get these beautiful coffee beans? So, wow. They came to us from Brooklyn. Okay. Friend, from friend brought them up. Okay. I forget the, you know, the maker. It's something very small batch, and I just found the beans a little. There, for me, there were there were some hints of maybe the ta- little too much tannin, and you know we have a we have a an espresso machine at home, right? And you you like load in some beans, and you know the machine grinds them up and runs the water through, and out comes your drink, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. You put those beans in, you're committed. You're committed for at least, I don't know, two, three coffee drinks, right? So I put these beans in, right? And I get that first taste and I'm like, I'm not really into it. I'm stuck. You know what I'm saying? So you're pot committed, as they say in the poker world, right? Yeah. Not Not a huge deal. I'm not saying, you know, but it's not like, you know, waking up in in Bologna, and, you know, walking down to the really any, any, you know, cafe or bar or whatever, and you get your espresso and you know it's going to be right. But I think it might work for you. I sure. guess. Thanks, sir. I'm not sure what to say. For, with these beans, you're, you're going to want to probably do like an espresso or a macchiato or a cortado or something like, you know, I, I didn't mean to like throw all the fancy drink no, names no, at no, you. No, the no. bottom line is I hopefully they'll, it's there's some good beans and they'll make you some good coffee. You know what's so interesting to me about you is that, um, and this has always been true for for as long as we've known each other, I think it's so interesting that, you know, uh, macchiato, bubiblato, supipato, I mean, all these coffee drinks, it's interesting to me, for me, in a way, it's interesting that we both have such sort of thoughtful tastes, but about very different things. Have you noticed that? I mean, you've been to, you do a lot of world traveling into places where they have macchiatos and stuff. And in a way, I feel like my sensitivities run more into more local. Like, it seems as though I'm more connected to um, the, the nuances and the subtleties of what grows here where we live. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I completely agree. I could imagine, Pam, if you don't like these beans, I could see you, like I said, you'll put them in your compost and you'll grow some sriracha or something. Right. I'll figure out a way to make these work for me one way or another right right here on my land. That's right. Whether you're drinking them or planting them. Exactly. Oh my God. But you should someday, you still, you have to, 
sit in that little square in Bologna where I had my first macchiato. I hope I will. I really do. And I hope that someday I can afford to take my daughter there. Whitney is a lucky girl. She is a lucky... How is she doing? I, it's been, I don't know, it's been like three months since River has, has gone back to private school. Yeah. So how is, how is Whitney doing in public school? She's actually, she's doing fine. Huh. Um, you know, I think she was maybe ready for a little bit of a, like a larger kind of social scene. Um, she seems to be really enjoying that, that side of things. You know, how's the next transition for River been? Yeah, it's been rough. It was, um, it's really, it was only, I don't know, what was it, like six months that she yeah. was at the public school? Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it just wasn't, it didn't, was not working. It just was not working. We tried and we tried and I just didn't feel like they could meet her needs there. And um, they couldn't see her. They couldn't mm. see yeah. what she needs. Yeah. Where Where is she now? Fox Run? She's at Fox Run. Yeah, it's just a, it's been a profound relief. It's a gluten intolerant school. So there's that that she doesn't have to worry about. There's no you, milk like, products. Like, like the school, it's like the building's gluten intolerant. No, no, like it no. repels gluten. Like <laughs> no. what, what do you mean? No, I just mean that in the kitchen, they're very sensitive to um, different dietary restra- constraints because, and a lot of the kids are gluten intolerant and a lot of the kids have nut allergies, interestingly. So in that way, River, it's been a huge relief. She doesn't have to feel worried every time that she goes into the cafeteria, which in public school she did. She always, she was almost physically afraid every time she went to the cafeteria, which just is not right. It's just not right. It was not right. So Whitney's happy. I always knew Whitney would be happy. You know, Whitney's just a happy girl. Yeah, she's she's kind of just rolling with it. You she's know, got a really great temperament in that way that she seems much more. She's um. I don't know. She's just got such a simple personality. And I am not surprised that her needs are being met at the public school. And I am so happy for you guys that this is working out. Well, thanks. I mean, obviously, we're relieved, too. I don't know that Whitney's all that different from any other kid. I mean, I think, you know, there's an essential simplicity to kids, right? I mean, that's part of what's so great about them and makes them kids. And, you know, it's generally, you know, pretty adaptable and what did you do again for, for February break that just happened? We went down to Florida, you know, to get, as much as I like winter, it was nice to get a little shot of warm weather and a little beach. Um, this is a tricky vacation for me always because it's so important to me that I go to town meeting. So, and town meeting is right, be, you know, is that Tuesday right before school starts up again. And uh, I never really know what to do with River. She really doesn't want to go. But the school or the town does not provide, you know, oversight. Um but I mean, teachers need to be able to go to town meeting. What are you getting at? No, no, I just think that, you know, I think that it would be it to, for the town to um, really anticipate the needs of people, particularly single parents. You know, it's not at the end of the world. It's something we can work around. I'm just always a little bit like, oh, could have done better. Could have been a little better. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. on to spring break next, right? Yeah, and you know, about the teachers, yes, of course the teachers should be able to go to go to town meeting, but it, you, really, if you do, I know this is not a popular notion, but at of those days when they do not have to be working and we are working, I mean, right? right? I, I hate to be, you know, when I was a boy, I mean, we were, we're getting to that point in life, though. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe... Maybe I'm just like totally doing revisionist history here, but I just don't remember having quite so much time off during the school year. Exactly. And then 
we, it practically seems like we're in school till like July 4th. Right. And, you know, we have a lot of summer travel plans, you know, and it starts to infringe a little bit. And it's tough. Right. It feels as though the kids seem to be in school until they are already scheduled for camps. And God forbid, imagine the double dip where you're paying for the first couple of days of camp and and you're still back at school, like with your tax dollars going, you know, going into those coffers. OK. Um, as nice as it is to sit here and complain. <laughs> I do. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I do. I have to get going. Oh, okay. So yeah, 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 it was good to see you. It was so good. Yeah. It's been too long. Coming. Yeah. Thanks for coming all the way out here. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. All right. Okay. okay I'll talk, talk to you later. Yep. Then. All right. We'll walk you out. Okay. okay. Thanks. I'll leave your all birds. <laughs> okay. Excellent. That was problems with Pam and Joel, because no problem is too small to complain about. Until next time, this is Erica Heilman with Rumble Strip. Thanks for listening.